0: Blood smear analysis is a repetitive, laborious, and time-consuming job. Research at the University of Cambridge has led to developing a 3D printer device, which both speeds up the smearing process and improves the quality of the blood smears. Julia Ravy talks to Samuel McDermott. To start a blood smear, you have a drop of blood, and you place it on a glass microscope slide. You then need to carefully spread it out into a very thin layer when you do that with a a second microscope glass slide. So that means when you look at it under a microscope, you'll be able to see the individual red blood cells. Malaria diagnosis is with a microscopic blood smear. And so once you have your blood smear, you would stain it and then you can see the actual malaria parasites inside the red blood cells.
1: What makes up a poor quality blood smear?
0: So the key thing is that you want to be able to see these individual red blood cells when you look at them under the microscope. If you had a poor quality blood smear, it means you won't be able to see them at all and you won't be able to see the malaria parasites within them. The kind of things that we're trying to avoid when we're making a blood smear is we don't want the cells to be too densely crowded together and we don't want completely the opposite either. So we're looking for that a kind of Goldilocks density. And we don't want any of the cells to be damaged because then we can't identify them correctly as red blood cells.
1: It sounds like a pretty specific set of criteria you need. And the techniques at the minute sound quite intense and tiring. So how have you tried to improve this?
0: Technicians in the field have to make a large number of these in a day. And currently this is all done manually. It's very difficult to keep the quality of these smears consistent, especially for the people working in particularly difficult conditions. And So with our devices, we are able to automate this laborious task. So if you imagine a technician is making a large number of these slides per day, and if the smear quality gets worse towards the end of the day, then it's going to be more likely that it's going to be difficult or even impossible to examine under the microscope. And you may end up with misdiagnosing the disease So what we're trying to do with Autoheme is to automate this task such that the technicians will be able to see more patients and we will be able to give these patients better health outcomes.
1: Malaria is prevalent in areas that are quite rural as well. How easy is it to design and manufacture the Autoheme?
0: So we specifically design these devices such that they would be easy to manufacture. And so our devices are designed to be printed using a 3D printer. In addition, in low and middle income countries, uh, 3D printing is becoming quite an important manufacturing tool because it has quite a low barrier of entry compared to traditional manufacturing facilities such as a, a factory, for example. And so we designed our devices such that they can be printed on the simplest of 3D printers and we Use easy to obtain components and it can all be assembled with hand tools. So, no complicated equipment required. This makes them ideal for manufacturing in research labs, but also in low and middle income countries.
1: And in terms of the patient actually getting a diagnosis, how long would it take from when they put their drop of blood on a slide to getting that malaria diagnosis?
0: So, our overall vision so, we work with partnership with the Open Flexure project is to automate the entire process of this microscopic malaria diagnostics. We will automate the smearing process, automate scanning the slide under the open flexure microscope, and then use machine learning to assist the technicians with making an accurate diagnosis. Now, with malaria, the time frame for making an accurate diagnosis is actually quite short. So it's recommended that it's diagnosed within 24 hours so that the patient is able to receive the right treatment.
1: And with this device, do you think it can be used to help identify any other blood-borne diseases?
0: Blood smears are used for a variety of blood-related diseases. They're often used for determining the cause of diseases such as anemia and uh, identifying sickle cell disease. So although at the moment we're looking at malaria, I think that our devices will be suitable for a whole range of these other diseases.
1: Do you think that your device could trigger other research labs to keep their software and technology open source?
0: I really hope so. We've already seen the impact that uh, open source software, for example, has had on scientific research. In fact, it's been particularly rewarding when I've been speaking to students and other researchers about the advantages that we've seen, especially in terms of the accessibility of science globally and also its reproducibility. That was Julia Ravey with Samuel McDermott and you'll find the paper in the Review of Scientific Instruments.